Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. And today I want to talk about Samar. Some years ago, I was scheduled to teach a seminar in the Philippines. My friends Paul and Shadi Chase had a great church, they still do, in the capital city of Manila. I'd been there before and loved Paul and Shadi and their lively, spirit-filled congregation, and I couldn't wait to minister there again. After something like 24 hours of flights and layovers, Diane and I finally arrived, got set up, and I started preaching. Wow, that first night was good. The power of God was in that place, and He moved. I was excitedly imagining all the Lord might do there over the week when Paul approached us and said, I think we should send you two down to Samar for the rest of the week. They could use you down there. Well, I wasn't even sure where Samar was, other than it was one of the Philippine out islands. But one thing I did know, I didn't want to go there. Things were just going too well here at the church in Manila. I actually objected. I never do that with a pastor. But I felt kind of strongly about this. I think we should stay here, I told him. God's really moving, you know? Yeah, I know, he said, but I think they need your ministry down there. So it was set. Off we went, and when we landed in Samara, I thought, wow, this place is kind of primitive. There were a few little, I guess you could call them backwater towns in the area, and nothing much more. The rest of it was just jungle and beach. So each night, we set up either on an outdoor platform or in a town square, and then I preached. And really, for the most part, it was fallow ground. You'd preach the gospel and, well, the people would just kind of stare at you. You'd give the altar call and maybe one or two folks might respond. Now, I know that was a good thing for those who were born again, but I just wanted so much to see a greater response from the people. And to add to it, all the while, I kept wishing we'd just stayed up in Manila with the Chase's energetic, revived congregation. I didn't know much about pioneering ministry in those days, but since then I've learned that this is often the way it works. The sower sows the word, some people respond, but the 30, 60, and 100 fold stuff can take some time. I know all you pastor friends know what I'm talking about. Meanwhile, I'll have to admit that staying there was an adventure. We slept in a little bamboo thatched roof house set up on stilts because of the potential flooding caused by the tropical rains, and there were beautiful forests everywhere. And you could barely get out of reach of the calming sounds of the waves rolling in on those pristine beaches. To top it off, the people there were so sweet and innocent, which made you want to see them turn to Jesus all the more. The last service we held there was at a small beachfront village of, I don't know, maybe 200 or so people, and the setting was beautiful. All those little rattan houses lining the water, with the people sitting out by the beach in front of them, and the waves lapping on the shore, it was heavenly. And that night, I decided to go simple, really simple, and shared a message I'd once heard T.L. Osborne preach. The garden, Jesus, and you. Stripped down to the outline, it goes like this. God put his original couple in a garden, a place of beauty, where there was peace, happiness, 
and where all of their needs were met in abundance. And his will for us has never changed. He wants us to walk and live with him in the kind of peace, happiness, and abundance only he can provide. But unfortunately, Adam and Eve rebelled against their loving God and wound up in the desert wilderness that most of us humans experience today. However, God would not give up on his precious children. So he came in the form of a man named Jesus, a name that means Savior or Rescuer, to rescue us from ourselves, to pay the price for our sin and bring us back to himself and place us back in the garden of God's security, care, and provision. And in the end, whether you stay where you are or arise, return to God, and live a better and higher life, all of this comes down to you. Will you accept Jesus, receive him as your Lord and Savior, and let him bring you back under his loving care, or just stay where you are without hope and without God in the world? The choice is up to you. If you want to come home to Jesus, please stand up. I remember finishing that last question and then stopping to wait and see what they would do. And they did nothing. Like so many of the others, they just sat there. And so I just stood there too, listening to the sounds of the waves lapping on the beach and wondering why we'd come all the way down there instead of staying up in Manila where things have been going so well. Until a very old man, seriously, he had to have been at least 90, began to push against the arms of his chair, like he was straining to get up. A little boy stepped over and helped him up. And this man must have been someone wise and very respected, because then there came a rustling, roaring sound as everyone at once pushed back their chairs and stood to their feet. There's a scripture that asks the question, can a nation be born in a day? I don't know, but I know a whole town can because they were all born again that night. Born again and translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear Son, who would care for, lead, bless, and keep them forever and ever. That was wonderful. Hallelujah. And as a bonus that night, I also learned why we were supposed to go to Samar. Hey friends, as you've heard me say many times, our ministry is a missionary ministry. We teach, train, and evangelize in lots of different countries. But the thing about going to these places is that you don't get paid for doing it. That's why we need partners, folks who join hands with us to enable the spread of the gospel. On the donate page of davidschairman.com, there's a link that says donate here. If you tap on that, you'll have a choice to sow one time or monthly. If you feel led, choose monthly to become part of our regular partner family, helping us take God's word to a needy world. Thanks for listening, and God bless you.